Hi, I'm Malaya. And I'm Kalia. And you're listening to Intertwined, a podcast about human connection, human behavior, and human experience. On this week's episode, we'll be talking about Black elitism. And the smack that shook the <laughs> culture. So we're back with another episode. Yep. I feel like I say that all the time. You do. You say that every time. <laughs> but um, no, for real, we're back. I'm saying that again because we keep taking breaks. I know. Should we talk a bit about like our vision for the podcast and just what we're thinking right now and what we're yeah, going we can. Right now? We can. Yeah, if you do something, something a little different, then, you know, usually we come, you know, we talk about a specific thing and that's the content and then that's it. But yeah, we could talk about other things too. Yeah. Okay, so what have we been up to? I mean, well, you, what are you thinking? What are your visions for the podcast? I, just, I think, um, we want it to be more than just a podcast, which is what we're doing. And it it, it really is more about being involved in the community, mm-hmm. like, right. ultimately, for me. Right, right. You know? Because mm-hmm. it's the thing I do that, you know, I don't care how, how much money I make. I'm, I mean, I'm not looking to make money from it. Right. That's not necessarily, like, the goal. Right. I just feel like it's And nice I'm not to trying to become popular. I'm not trying no. to become famous. Oh my God. <laughs> God forbid. I do not want to be famous. Me neither. Like the past week has really solidified that for me. Same here. Like I actually will try to avoid be- and yeah, no, no. I don't even really want to be known. Me neither. Like, me neither. That, that's, that's the thing for me. Um I just I don't I wouldn't I don't know if I would call it self conscious, but it's hard to have conversations when in this you know co- yeah. someone is listening, and, and which in this we cult, do want to time. expand to have an, to expand our impact, but yeah. we don't want to expand our egos. Yeah, and that's why I think we're so thoughtful about what we talk about to the point where sometimes we just have to decide not to record or like, right? You know, mm-hmm. just because. We want to make sure whatever we're putting out there is, you right. know. So if you're still <laughs> hanging in there with us, and we know consistency is key, um, but how do you feel about, you know, ad hoc Yeah, episodes? like how do you feel about just, if you were surprised, like, oh, okay, right. they, just, they came out with an episode. Right. Like, would you hang in there and, like, follow still and follow other things that we're doing? Right. Um, or, or not. Or not. Yeah. And I mean. That's a good question. Yeah. And most of our audience is close family and friends. Yeah. So um, we'll actually ask them. Right. And to you can call us and text us. Too, yeah. <laughs> um, and we're accessible anyway, even mm-hmm. if we're not close. Yeah. So feel free to reach out. 
and let us know what you think about that. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So back to being famous and why we don't want to be famous <laughs> yeah. right now. Um, we feel like we had to come on here and talk about the fact that Will Smith smacked Chris Rock on live television. <laughs> Crazy. I mean, I saw a tweet that was like, oh, you're you're now going to see like podcasts and, mm-hmm. you know, think pieces about this. And I'm mm-hmm. like, mm. and now we're talking about it. Yeah. But it is I think it it's is. an important conversation to have. Definitely. Definitely. And how do you, you can't just experience things and then expect people to like not try to learn from that or right. not try to engage in discourse. Like I right. hate when people act like right. it's, I don't know, like right. it just feels so taboo to engage even though everybody is engaging. Yeah. <laughs> I know? mean, the way you engage is important. Oh, yeah. And I think social media just ruins everything. Oh, and and the conversation is just... It's, people aren't going to social media to have conversations. They're going to defend their ignorance. Yeah. And or, yeah. I, I mean, mean, I feel like a lot of people are... are a, lot a lot of, of people, people want to feel heard and feel seen. So mm-hmm. they spend all of their... Ch- time waiting for that moment of virality like right right like even if it's on the wrong side of things yeah even if they're on the wrong even if it means they have to be on the wrong side of things right and I feel like everyone wants to have the unpopular opinion yeah even though even though by wanting to wanting to have the unpopular opinion you have the popular opinion (laughs) (laughs) that's why Justin LaBoy is so famous his Instagram because it's like people think that and that's the unpopular yeah, opinion yeah. and everyone shares it <laughs> exactly it's so like it's actually quite conventional like right. the way you think <laughs> and that's the thing and that's what we really wanted to talk about even mm-hmm. though i know we're gonna mostly talk about like the black elite and elitism in our community right because um, we did have an episode about gordon's playing with celebrities so yeah you, yeah <laughs> if you hear um, noise that's what that is but um yeah no we did talk about celebrity culture and we want to talk about the black elite, including celebrity culture. Yeah. This yeah. Time. Cause it's not just about celebrity no, culture. It's like not. it's not, but, but I was going to say also we were thinking that it would be um, interesting to talk about critical thinking skills mm-hmm. and the importance of critical thinking skills and how it's not cool anymore to have Critical, critical thoughts yeah to have yeah. critical thinking skills or have a critical opinion or right everybody has opinions right <laughs> i mean and that's the thing like being from new york we argue about every little thing we can possibly argue about like we just like mm-hmm. to argue we argue to argue but it taught me a lot, a lot. about having my own opinion yes. and defending and how you have to yeah, you have if to come correct. You have to come like, correct. Like, people will press you and <laughs> shake you down yeah. and try to break you down and break down your opinion. We used to be, you remember back in yeah, swim team days? <laughs> yeah, like, I remember we used to we, be arguing about everything with grown people. <laughs> yep, I remember. Um, so, we would have, like, Saturday morning practices. And, you know, that was the day that most kids came and that most 
of their parents showed up as well. And we would have like concession stands. Right, Malia? Yeah. We would have concession stands mm-hmm. every weekend. And once we were selling bananas because <laughs> we tried to make this transition and we were very passionate about it. Remember, we yeah. tried to make the transition to like healthier, healthier foods. Yeah, healthier Because we would just have like the well, parents would snacks, buy and cookies. Co- yeah, like. But, you know, this was the YMCA. So we started including other things. And I think that that was also about the presence of, you know, more. <laughs> Caucasian folks <laughs> but yeah we have fruit and granola bars and whatever mm-hmm. and one of the staff there was complaining about us selling green bananas no no I, I think we were selling already ripe bananas no we were selling bananas that weren't ripe and he was like why would I buy green bananas and I was making the argument like there are plenty of people who buy green bananas because they want it to last longer. Right. Like, you're acting like it's absolutely insane that we have green bananas when we're actually thinking about you. Right. And I think that was what the argument was. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, and he, I don't know. I don't know how it how it ended up. It was, but it got passionate, and for yeah, sure. It definitely got passionate. Yeah. Because everybody talks about it <laughs> yeah. still to this day, so... I mean, yeah, that's just but that's just how, how it was. We, how we get down, yeah. Yeah. And so I think people who aren't used to that and aren't able to have those conversations in person, mm-hmm. they take to social media and just say yeah. anything. Yeah. And then try to mimic a actual constructive conversation i mean not saying that every conversation that we had or every debate that we had growing up was constructive no but it it definitely got intricate you know it like (laughs) it always brought in it got complex you know we always brought in examples we had to you know transition topics and Mm -hmm. bring it back and then you know do all of those crazy things you do in conversation right um but yeah, it's like they try to mimic that online, but it just it's like what? And I mean, there's a lot of people I follow who I mean, basically anybody I follow I try to be intentional about like what I engage in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a yeah. lot of them are people who they do talk a lot about their opinion and their stance on things, but they're just so well read. That right. It's just like, right. Damn. Yeah. Like, well, you, you made know, that point. Right. You know, what like they're well read or they, they're doing the work. Right. And they're like, you know, right. They have a front row seat to what, well, you know, about they some, in the back end, you know, they think critically. Yeah. And so you're able to have those conversations. Right. But, and you can kind of trust, you know, their view of things. A bit right. More. Right. Exactly. Even if it's something you don't know anything about. Right. Yeah. So. So, yeah, back to the topic at hand. Right. Will Smith smacking Chris <laughs> Rock. I still, I I watched it live. We watched it live, so we yeah. saw it happen. I think a lot of people did not. A lot, of, I think a, a lot of black people. They weren't watching us. Weren't watching it live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, 
it's different. Like, mm-hmm. it's just different. Seeing things on social media for the first time is different. Right. Then, because you see it along with other people's opinions. Right. But so. I immediately knew it was real. And yeah, I we immediately like, oh, thought it was the craziest <laughs> thing I have ever seen in my life on TV. Yeah. Like, besides the I insurrection, was shocked. besides the insurrection, that was that was no, live. that was and crazy. That, no, that was, that was the crazy. craziest thing that I've ever seen on live TV for sure. Yeah, I, yeah. that's the one thing that I've yeah, been true. seeing a lot that I agree with. Because mm-hmm. when you think about the magnitude of that event, they're, they yeah. they've just like left it in the past, right? But. They like the media just mm-hmm. kind of left it in the past mostly, but, but that was insane. Yeah, that was insane. They were and all of the all of the stories that came about subsequently, like after that happened, were also insane. Right, right. <laughs> like it just kept getting crazier. Yeah, it keeps getting crazier. Yeah, that whole thing. But anyway, it was crazy. Second, it was the second <laughs> craziest thing. But it was. I don't know. Like, it just shocked me. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think a lot of people are not talking about this enough, but our grandmother, she called me earlier <laughs> that day mm-hmm. and was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to um, make sure I'm up. Like, I'm going to make sure I'm up because I want to watch the Oscars. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. And she was like, yeah, no, I'm going to, I'm praying for yeah. Will Smith to win. Mm-hmm. Like, this is his time. I really, you know, he's mm-hmm. so talented. I really just want him to win this. I want this for him. She's saying, you know, she's praying for him. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, at the day after it happened, she called and she was just like, I prayed sad. for him. Yeah. yeah she, she was, was like, I prayed sad. for him. I prayed for him to have that moment. And, and he ruined it. He ruined it for himself. And he ruined it for everyone and else trying to experience it yeah, with him. Yeah. 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 And and just to be clear, and I always say this, like I, I, I say this a lot on social media, but multiple things can be true at once. Mm-hmm. Like it's not black or white either or. Um the joke was in poor taste and it wasn't funny. Mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely didn't laugh and I didn't, I didn't even, laugh either. I didn't laugh and I didn't even immediately make the connection. I didn't to, make the connection at yeah. all until people, someone brought it. I mean, the media right, right. was it. sharing the message, but right. I wouldn't have known. No. And I, I think I heard about it, but I never saw like her statement mm-hmm. about her having alopecia mm-hmm. or her, I never really heard directly from her, right? <laughs> which is a, probably a lot of people's stories. Like they mm-hmm. don't, they didn't know, and now they know. Which means that the joke was a terrible joke. If he knew, it was definitely like he should have been confronted about right. it. If he knew, and if he didn't know, then he should be, you know, educated. Like, right, exactly. Just maybe just don't make jokes like that, right? Because <laughs> either way, it wouldn't have been that funny right. or worth it, right? Like it just. Not. But I did read an article that said that a large portion of whoever they surveyed um, with alopecia, they said his joke actually brought awareness to the autoimmune yeah. disease. Yeah. And that's the thing. I saw um, another woman who we know, who we grew up, you know, in church with, um, who hopefully, like, We'll have her on the podcast because yeah. she's great. Yeah. Um, but she was she she has a thread on Twitter right now 
that is basically saying all the examples of black women having different opinions about different issues Mm -hmm. and how there's never been a moment where we have completely agreed on something. Right. Like that's impossible. We're different. We're all different. Right. Exactly. We're not a monolith. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't, that doesn't make you a bad person for not not agreeing with something. Mm -hmm. And I think right now, like that's the dominant, dominant voice is like, um, Oh, well you're trash. Well, yeah, he's just trash. Yeah. They're just trash. Like, you know, like that's right. all and that's where it stops. Yeah. That's where the conversation ends. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, nah, that's trash. Which I mean, I've said that before. I say that. But it's just things are more nuanced than that. Than that, yeah. <laughs> you exactly. know. Like you could think that the joke was wrong and also think mm-hmm. that his response was absolutely crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like you can think both right. things. And there were a lot of bad jokes. At the Oscars. Yeah. There are always, always bad, bad jokes. jokes. I mean, but that's show. the, the, I mean. Maybe that should change. Maybe we should talk about that. Maybe right. they shouldn't be allowed to make jokes about people in the audience. Right. There are other. Comedy people. can be its own separate exactly. thing. You don't have to bring it to the Oscars. You don't have to. Exactly. You could celebrate people in so many beautiful ways. Yep. Yep. You could celebrate people's art in different ways. Right. And. Really, the whole because thing. I mean I think that's the premise of comedy, you know, laughing at things that people don't generally laugh at, mm-hmm. or you're trying to make people laugh at things that people generally right. don't laugh at. Yeah, a lot of people make fun of themselves and their own conditions, and they make fun of a lot of things. Yeah, I mean, so many people were defending Dave Chappelle, and so, he's still, you this, know, the same people who are now like, you know. Yeah, the same people. Chris Rock deserved that. Yeah, the same people who were saying art, uh, comedy is art. Comedy is an art. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't necessarily disagree, agree, or disagree with. I mean, right. I don't know enough about what it takes to be a comedian, right? And what it takes to write as a comedian. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know you have to be a creative. I mean, yeah, you definitely have to be talented. Yeah, that's for and sure. And talented. So, so then that makes it an art. Yeah. <laughs> so that settles that, but. Yeah, the same people who were saying that are now like, this man deserved to be slapped on television while he was Cause he doing, dragged his, it, like, doing his job. Right. Like, And he kept it as a fellow bed native. <laughs> he grew up on Decatur back in the day. And I mean, everybody watched Everybody Hates Chris. Yeah, which I mean, I don't like, I don't necessarily like Chris Rock. Me neither. I never liked Chris Me neither. Rock. But, but. You know that we're stronger than that. Yeah. And I read an article about, you know, just his past, a couple of months ago, he was on a podcast and talking about how he was bullied. And growing up in Bed-Stuy, you had to have, you know, everybody was comedians on his block. Yeah. Everybody was funny. And he was a scrawny little black boy. Mm-hmm. And he got bullied. And so he went to therapy about it. He ended up bashing somebody's face with a brick and stomping him out. And he was like, that was the scariest moment of of his life. They didn't know if the person was going to live because he got so angry. And then his therapist told him, you know, you're afraid of your own anger. Right. And so he worked through those traumas. And the way he responded was like, it was iconic in a sense because he really, he really, was poised and 
I mean, he reacted emotionally. You could yeah, see it definitely. on his face, and he was shocked. He and, was in shock, yeah. But he still kept the show going. Like, yeah. he could have walked off. He could have retaliated. He could have done so many other things. Yeah. And for him to not be praised for that, but for Will Smith to be praised for defending his wife, which, just, we, which we don't know if that's the way she wanted to be defended. Right. Like, we... I mean, you can say that it's admirable to to love someone that much. That's sure. It. Sure. That's it. But but that's it. Right. <laughs> like. Right. To love someone that much. And because we we don't know what position that then puts her in. We don't know. Right. Actually, we do know because <laughs> we've seen that not necessarily because of the joke, but because of what ensued after the joke was made, which was some, which was someone's choice to respond mm-hmm. that way. Um, we've seen like how p- people are bullying Jada now. People are calling her all types of names because that's what people do. People want to blame women for everything. Right. That's, right. that's the world we live in. Mm-hmm. A man does something and automatically there's a flood of people who are looking for a, a woman to blame in the situation. Right. So they're just, it was just a sad moment. It was general and they were both wrong, but he was very wrong for how he responded. Right. And, and it's funny because people like to say, that's what made it. That's what made it a sad moment. The joke didn't make it the sad moment because bad jokes blow over. It's a joke. Like, and jokes are always 90% true. Like, you right. know, it's like... And the funny ones. The funny ones. And that doesn't mean... And, and it's not to excuse the fact that you... I don't think anyone should joke about somebody's no, situation. No. Condition, disability, Condition, disability. I don't, I don't think so either. No, because if somebody was joking about my, but, my mom, I would be I would be tight. I would exactly, be tight. Exactly. For sure. For sure. For, for sure. Because nah. Like if some... But, nah. but and this is what... um. Jim Carrey, because Jim Carrey had a very, you know, thought out response to yeah. the situation. Which is like, I'm tired of these responses. Like, it's not making anything better. It's not. It's not. It's like, but, I mean, he did bring up a point that they used to be the cool kids club or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then that's why um, it's a part of the business. Yeah, basically. he was saying. He yeah, was he, saying that it's a part of the business yeah. and that. And that everyone he, knows that. Right. Basically. And he felt that in the moment because or that it was glaring in that moment. Right. In a way that it, you know, hasn't right. been. Right. Where and people are literally moving on in right in front of your mm-hmm. eyes and are not responding to something, you know, mm-hmm. terrible, really, that happened to somebody. Like, yeah. I wouldn't want that to happen. To I wouldn't anybody. want I wouldn't want that to happen to my friends, family. I wouldn't want that to nothing. happen to me. Like definitely not happening to me. I, yeah, I, I, I don't know how I would have responded. I, I me neither. Me neither. And it was interesting because when he did it, he was like smirking. Yeah, walking back to his seat, and then when he sat down, he was angry. It was a lot of theatrics. It was a lot of theatrics. It was <laughs> absurd. It was absurd. Uh-huh. It was a crazy, crazy, crazy moment. Yeah. And I didn't I say to you, I was like, 
but watch he's gonna come out with a statement about love and peace yeah you know, that um prevails over all literally <laughs> and that's exactly what happened it is like it's almost just like a book that you've read before mm-hmm. but like there are just surprises you know how you or like a good movie or something and you're like mm-hmm. oh i forgot that happened but you know it's gonna happen right <laughs> literally that's like predictable these, these situations playing out it's just like Oh, I didn't well, see I did him not. slapping that. I didn't see him slapping someone. But if you're going to do that, then PR better be on point. Yeah. And it was, I guess. But I mean, I but that's the thing. He admitted that he was wrong and people are still <laughs> saying that he did that. People are still <laughs> talking about it after the man said he's embarrassed. Yo. And he was wrong and he resorted to violence and Nobody's invalidating his feelings. He said that he, yeah, he wasn't okay with the joke at the expense of his wife mm-hmm. in that moment. Mm-hmm. And he had a bad moment because of it. Yep. And it ruined. Like it happens, but still, your I think actions the, have consequences. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that's just, just like how Chris Rock's actions had consequences. Mm-hmm. Your actions have consequences. And, and and I think that's what made the biggest statement and that's what made it sad, more sad, was that the response in the room and, yeah. and the producers, if you did that and if LeBron James did that, and LeBron James is my favorite player, so <laughs> if LeBron James did that, I wouldn't be like free LeBron, let him play. Like, no, that's a part of the rules of basketball. <laughs> yeah, if you yeah. smack somebody in the face, you out of the game. Yeah. And you're paying a fine. Yeah. Immediately. Right. It's ain't hockey. Right. <laughs> like what? Like what? And you did that on live TV to embarrass him. Yeah. In front of millions of eyes. And they should have embarrassed him. Yeah. Instead. Yeah. They should they should have they taken should a have in the moment. In the moment. Yeah. Absolutely. They should have removed him. And I get it. He was winning the biggest award of the night, and they didn't want an awkward, we accept this award on behalf of right. someone we just kicked out. But that's what made it sad. It, it made it hard to watch the rest of the Oscars. Nobody was paying attention. Everybody was on their phone. Everybody was looking at Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah. I don't, it took away from Love's moment. Exactly. It took away from Samuel from, Jackson's From Coda. Moment. And yeah, like really historic and important yeah. moments, right? For a lot of people, and it was—I mean, he was talking about shining light in his acceptance speech. It was he—it was a big moment for the black community to have him nominated for mm-hmm. a movie that you know is about icons, right? And, you know, it just disrespected so many people. Yeah, it was a smack in the face for so many people, and it's and funny Chris because Rock a lot of people that. feel that way. It's like a lot of other entertainers. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean. It's just us regular people going crazy. Right. Right. But I don't even know. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, some things need to change. And and that's why we really, you know, wanted to talk about black elitism and just how the pressure that we put on on other mm-hmm. humans on to, our community yeah to um uplift a community yeah or to just to even like to accomplish certain things right and that we're only valuable 
when, to our community when, when we accomplish certain things, and mm-hmm. that's not true. That's not true at all. Yeah, I had to. I, I had. I had to. You know, explain that. You know, my view on that to my friend recently because I saw a tweet that basically the the sentiment was that too many men are talking about the Will Smith or like are focusing on the actions of other men when they only have, they're living in a one bedroom apartment and they got three kids or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I reposted and I was like, like, Oh, I can't stand this brand of this brand of black women, which is a joke, but it's basically saying like, I can't stand like this. Um, what's the word? That I'm looking for. I mean, I would call it as a social media personality because yeah, I don't a even personality. Know. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, a personality. I can't stand that personality. Right. That, right. So, um, and then my friend was like, you know, I think it's more, I think she's saying like that they need to be prioritizing taking care of their kids, taking care of their kids and not talking about other men, which is like, um, First of all, everyone is talking about this. First right of now. all, and that that also sounds like internalized homophobia, Loki, because it's like, why can't they talk about other men? Like what? And then second of all, um, it's also elitist. Right. Like, what does living in a one bedroom apartment have to do with taking care of your kids? Right. And that's that's what you're signaling. Right. Like. The joke is not worth it. It's not funny. It's really not that funny. And it went so, viral. <laughs> and it went viral, by the way. Yeah, that's why I saw it. But it's like that's not even that's not even funny enough for you to be making that point, right? Like, yeah, no. It's just nah. I, I can't. I can't. Nah. And I I talk about men all the time, and I make jokes about men, and how a lot of them are trash. But but at the same time, like. Come on. <laughs> right. And it's also like you're excusing Will Smith's actions because the tweet said in quotes, I lost respect for Will Smith mm-hmm. says. Uh, yeah. It says a black man with, with one bedroom. One bedroom. And two yeah. <laughs> and it's like you making a joke about someone's real life situation. Like mm-hmm. that's someone's livelihood. Mm-hmm. What they can afford and how many kids they have. Like you're making a joke about that. But you're excusing Will for smacking somebody in the face for making a joke about another serious situation. <laughs> another, right. So it's like. Which one is it? Yeah. Which one is it? Like, yeah. what is it? Because it's not what you're saying it is. Right. So. Yeah. It's just. Yeah, it was a sad moment for the culture. And, <laughs> and that's what everybody's like. Everybody's mad. And I agree. Like, I hate when people say that one person's actions is you know representative of a whole community Mm -hmm. but it's more like there are repercussions Mm -hmm. just the way society is basically now built on social media essentially social media celebrity culture like celebrity status like money (laughs) right basically all of our money is funneled through these things right all of it yeah (laughs) Anyway, so um, conception because society is like that, these type of things have consequences. Yep, that's just the reality of it, unfortunately. Right. And not to say that they'll like last, like be lasting stains. Mm-hmm. No, it's not to say that, but it's just 
But people will talk about this for a long time and people will, you know, make generalizations about Mm -hmm. black people even more, you know. Yeah. And but I mean, people who were going to make generalizations, they would have anyway. But I mean, in terms of the Oscars, though, like how hard we've been fighting to get recognition at the Oscars. I mean. Billie Eilish still won over Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, like, nobody's talking about you that. You know, it's like she still won over Beyonce and not saying that she's not talented enough to win an Oscar. And you know, the people who are the people who are like um, anti award show, which mm-hmm. is like, I'm kind of in that group. Like, I don't really care. I don't think it, I don't think it's a indicative. Of yeah, anything. I don't think it's indicative of the most talented people in people. No. Like, no, of course not. Because mm-hmm. then it would be all black people right. <laughs> like damn near so anyway but um i don't think but yeah the people who are saying that are in that group are not people who are trying to achieve an oscar or a grammy or mm-hmm. an emmy or whatever mm-hmm. so it's like yeah you can say you can have that stance it's like being it's like boycotting football until your kid is in the NFL and, or your kid wants to be a professional football player. What are you going to do then? Right. If, that, if that's what they want to achieve, but you have certain beliefs, it's like, well, yeah. <laughs> you know, that just, that just goes to show you that life is not black and white. Right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that goes to say that a lot of, black entertainers do care about these opportunities and do care like when a colleague is able to break Mm -hmm. a glass ceiling like it's very it's important Mm -hmm. it's important to a lot of people and I mean I think that's why Denzel Washington said what he said to to Will Smith about you know the devil tries to get you at your your highest highest places in your highest moments and True that. It's true. It's so true. He was up against Denzel for Macbeth and Macbeth is a hard, hard, hard <sighs> character to play. Yeah, yeah. And he wanted Will Smith to win too because yeah. it was a moment for for him. For him and for what he believes in and, yeah. and the and the just the image he wants to portray of black actors. Mm-hmm. And he's been doing that work for a significant amount of time yeah and so yeah i mean there were tears in his eyes when he was up there Mm -hmm. when will smith was up there yeah talking and i mean he went up to him and consoled him afterwards too but i mean that goes to show you how important it was for him to you know yeah to just cool down the situation and Mm -hmm. and you know, help him cool off. Yeah. In a sense. But yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's a complex situation. It's, it's, it's a, a it's very a complex, complex situation. situation. And I mean, it's, it's crazy cause it's complex, but it's also like just a feud between two men at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like which happens right. <laughs> every day. Right. Like people fight, people get physical with each other and life goes on. Right. You know, I it's everything around it's it. more yeah more consequential is the conversation surrounding it and the right. response and yeah. like you know mm-hmm. 
I'm I'm interested to see what the Academy does with his award. Yeah, well, apparently they're not happy with him right now, which, of course, they're not going to be. Right. (laughs) I mean, he broke the code of conduct and... And they have they to have a to, code of, code and they of had conduct. to publish like, the code of conduct a, a couple of years ago. So and they should and they should and they should they absolutely should have a code of conduct and they should publish it and mm-hmm. they should make their voice known on the right. matter. Like right, I don't think there's anything, and I think that they should do it in a lot of other situations too. By mm-hmm. the way, like yes, they should denounce predators and like people who have a track records for abusing women like yeah they should do all of those things and yeah. they should also not let somebody slap somebody on tv yeah. like all of those things can be true another sad moment for the culture <laughs> for nah, me <laughs> i wouldn't say that i mean when you break it down okay let's just say we wanted to talk about the the ralph lauren collab with morehouse and, and spellman, spellman. Yeah. And what was instantly triggering for me was the style of the clothes. Mm-hmm. That That's why I say it's like a ugh, sad moment for the culture because <laughs> it's like I, I get the desperation to be put on the map or be in these elite circles mm-hmm. and and have these elite opportunities. Right, exactly. But it just was working backwards. It's like missed it was work yeah, it missed the mark. <laughs> yeah, it definitely missed the mark. I mean I don't think it was I just think they could have taken advantage of it in a different way. Yeah. Like, I think so too. Even just and I'm congratulations to the the black designers. Oh, and, definitely. And the clothes are beautiful. Yeah, the clothes are definitely beautiful. The style for me <laughs> is what. I mean, I would never wear any of those things. Yeah, you know. I mean, it's also just the the pricing of it, and it's just. I mean, it's very, many things. It's, it's many. It's it's yeah. It's so multi layered, but. Yeah. The campaign, like, it just didn't show, it didn't show us. Like, it didn't show who we are and who we were and who we have been, though. Like, it didn't show that there were different, you know, types of women on campus. Then then and now. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know. I guess it was paying homage to a time... And yeah, and the but legacy, and I just don't, it wasn't the right way to go about go just, about it to me. I just don't know how it serves us. I don't know how it, and I think that in a sense it was targeted towards students, mm-hmm. but most the suit students, jacket was twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, the t shirt was one hundred and twenty five dollars. There was a teacher t shirt that said Spelman Wellness, which I have no clue what like what that even is, and. <laughs> It was $125. Yeah, no. You know? Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't And know. none I'm of the proceeds it. are, like, going... Yeah, they set up scholarships. Um, yeah, they have a few internship positions to fill every year. Right. Just a few, though. Right. <laughs> Just a few. To fill a year. Um, and, I mean, I can speak firsthand on, like, being... 
you know, a part of not the inaugural class because, I mean, Microsoft was bringing diversity, but, like, they had really been targeting HBCUs when mm-hmm. when I got, you know, hired as an intern. Mm-hmm. And it's tough, like, to go into a space that is not meant for you. Yeah, You're outnumbered. You know, right. I get the point, but it's, like, it's not sustainable to me. Mm-hmm. And I think this is the same thing with, you know, trickling in two black people at a time. At a time. Every year. Every year. It's like that's not <laughs> two black students. That's not per sustainable. School, per school every year. <laughs> that those are the opportunities. No, per per two schools. Yeah. And I mean, my my real issue, like, I don't even care about the clothes. Some of them are cute. Some of them I would wear mm-hmm. if I were to if if I were gonna spend my money on that, which I'm not, but um, yeah, like, <laughs> cute, turtleneck, cute. My issue is, like, the fact that, and this has been my issue for a long time, even before this, but this commitment that the AUC has to, like, corporate, just American business. That's yeah. what the, um, yeah. the president of Spelman called it in her, you know, statement or email, whatever. Um, um yeah, this commitment to American business, whatever that means, which yeah. is just like, okay, where are we starting from? Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't, right. I don't, yeah, I just need to understand, like, where are we starting from? Right. Because there's little investment, like, at least on our, on her, like, from the top, on her part, on her part, and maybe on the, on part, on the part of the president of Morehouse as well, um, um, like not a lot of investment in the community per se. Right. But a lot of time spent building these relationships I mean, with her history. She's a philanthropist. Wasn't yeah. she a philanthropist? Well, I think she was more like a fundraiser. Like I feel like well she ran the she ran some sort of museum. Mm-hmm. But she definitely um like spearheaded a lot of their fundraising efforts or like mm-hmm. all of their fundraising mm-hmm. efforts, i think mm-hmm. don't quote me on that but yeah okay so yeah no it's a I mean, part of it's like a part she's of her been experience. doing yeah. yeah like she's she has the relation she's been doing it for a long time mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um so it makes sense yeah it's just like at the same time, students don't have a place to live. At the same time, time students can't eat. Right. At the same time, students and parents are in hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt, you know. Right. Right. So it's just who is that serving? Right. Just like to who, go and graduate and be the one and only right. black woman. Who made it. And then you're and then right. you're going to go and still struggle and still have to fight your way to the top mm-hmm. and yeah. It's not going to be easy just because you went to Spelman or. Right. So I think that's my issue. Yeah. That's my issue. And, and then the, the gender binary. Yeah. And then that's another huge issue. Because they also gung ho about that. They the erased, actual culture. They completely in- erased any trans people that were on either campus, mm-hmm. um, which there are. So right. that's just that. Like there are. And, yeah, they just completely, like, yeah, it just felt like 
oh, like, look at these beautiful black women and look at these handsome black men. <laughs> this is what beautiful black w- women and handsome black men look like. Like, right. oh, that's so boring. And the white dress has been, like, a topic of discussion at Spelman for years. Yeah. Like, I think they it's been pretty recent that they've changed the rules so that you can wear, like, a, a suit, like a white or pants, you know. You don't have to wear a dress, um, but that you could wear pants. Mm-hmm. So I think that that policy was, like, recently. But the but culture hasn't it? shifted, you know, totally. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's not that m- most it's not that most um, students are now wearing pants or wearing jumpsuits right. to, to convocation. But, right. But that. But where were the pants in the line for women? Exactly. They weren't there. They weren't it there. Was, it's so, like, like, I thought we were moving beyond that. Like, I right. thought we were moving past that. Right. I mean, I, I'm all for honoring tradition. And mm-hmm. I think if that's what you want to do and that makes you feel co- good about yourself and comfortable, then great. You should continue to uphold that tradition. If that's what's important to you, but not at the expense of some like a trans person having to wear a dress or not being able to participate, like nah, yeah, nah, nah. And I think a lot of students agree with that. Mm-hmm. A lot of students agree with that stance. Right. So let's talk about who actually bought these clothes because <laughs> they sold out. They sold out. The president of Spelman sent out an email about how. Um, all the opportunities that came out of this collaboration with Ralph Lauren. And, um, yeah, she said, like, all the pieces are sold out. And if you want to see the collection, um, there will be a select select quantity in stores in L.A., New York, and Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So, basically, they did that campaign, targeted yeah. it towards students, and... Like most of them are didn't mm-hmm. even have the opportunity to. Yeah, but you got to give it to President Mary Schmidt Campbell. Oh yeah, she's, she's gonna going out dollars. with a bang. She's going out with a bang, and she's yeah. gonna bring in them dollars. Yeah, That's, but she's always been like that. Yeah, always. <laughs> like she's gonna bring in those dollars, and where they go, I don't know. Right, <laughs> right. Because now, I can't speak on that because I really don't know, and I know that it's incredibly costly to run a campus. Like it costs a lot of money. Yeah, it costs, and that's I do think people underestimate that. Because mm-hmm. think about it, people, you got to include salaries. That's mm-hmm. like probably the biggest cost, and then everything else. Like, right. you know, it's expensive to run a school, but still, I the don't, students yeah, matter. The students matter too. But I mean, that's with a, a lot of institutions, most institutions. Yeah. Like, you know, they prioritize money over the students, yes. you know, need like needs, needs like real <laughs> right. life needs. So, yeah. And that's been going on for. Actually, that's I don't think that's changed ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I feel like right. students always protested things and students were always the reason that certain things were changed mm-hmm. like that's just a part of Spellman's legacy they did sit-ins they did, I mean a lot of HBCUs not only Spelman, mm-hmm. but the whole AUC they right. did sit-ins they did you know they they locked the boards in rooms exactly and demanded things they you know mm-hmm. they wrote letters of dissent I wanted to I want to go that. to an HBCU <laughs> back then I know you know because yeah. I don't I just didn't have that experience yeah no 
I mean, I wouldn't say I didn't have that experience, but because they were definitely organizing on campus. I didn't have that experience. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think the culture of Clark is a little different. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and it's a bigger school, so it's just, like, different. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it, it always seems to be not what the students want and need. <laughs> right. Like, that's yeah. the, the theme. Mm-hmm. That's the theme, you know. And it comes like from they, elitism. It comes from a certain yeah, perspective. and wanting to have this image. And I just, I watched Spellman's story on mm-hmm. Instagram and, you know, I think they followed maybe one of the designers around. Um, and, you know, they had a cocktail event. Everything was opulent and everything was bougie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just like, dang, students are seeing this. And these same students, like, are struggling to find housing off campus because. And they're, they're still protesting. And now. they're still pro- they're protesting as we speak. You know, so it's just like, yeah, I don't know. It's a weird. um, Another complex situation. You just listened to Intertwined, a podcast about human connection, human behavior, and human experience. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram and on Twitter at intertwined underscore podcast. And make sure to engage with us on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks for listening.